Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Down the block, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and one. Um, now, on to the Bulldogs' manly. Uh, we'll be go through this quick, guys, because obviously they both cannot play finals. Um, I, great win from manly. I mean, Bulldogs. Uh, Burton, drop goal. that in a while. Great win from the Doggies. A great win by manly. <laughs> <laughs> um, look, like what I loved about it was almost poetic. Burton, he's been the story of the season for the Doggies, and he closes it out with a clutch field goal. Against a team with argue one of the best field goal kickers in the comp in DCE. He got the job done. Uh, outside of that, Tavita Panga Jr. had a really mixed game because he, he threw that great offload, which, which got to the, the try, and he had these really great moments. But also, he had a couple of errors. I will say, though, Fatala Mariner, uh, he is just building and building and building. And he's that real uh, X factor on the edge that I think that they've been missing over the years. Um, but yeah, look, fantastic, uh, fantastic win by the Bulldogs. What do you think about this game? Yeah, I was uh, I was actually out at the SFS when this game was on, so I was watching updates on my phone and saw sixteen nil to Manly and thought, oh, it's a nice way for them to finish the season at least. And then mm. couldn't believe it when I opened my phone an hour later and saw they'd been done crazy. And then I, obviously when I rewatched this one, I said I watched it with the retrospective, knowing how it played out. Mm. So it uh, was a little bit uh, indifferent for me, but. Bottom eight teams playing in torrential conditions. Mm. Uh, wasn't pretty. But what well under Canterbury and what well under Matty Byrne, I, I think that he's played really well this year, but he probably hasn't had as many of these moments as he's deserved this year. Mm. So good for them to finish on a positive note there. Timmy? Yeah, not heaps to add on it. The doggies, they just sounds like a bit of a cop out, but they they just got they're, they're getting that belief and winning back into their DNA. There's obviously had some dark years and some dark passages. I mean, it was earlier this season, but uh, even when they went behind sixteen nil, you never sort of felt like the, the dogs out. they're out. Yeah. Like they, whereas twelve weeks ago, you'd be like, oh, this could get ugly, yep. and nasty. But um, and it doesn't matter who they're playing against; the better sides, they just look like they believe in themselves again, and they got out of it. Somehow and, and got a got a dub. So, a little shout out. It's obviously came from your page. The Cola Chase, mm, so quick. 
Fuck, in that in that oh. in those conditions to it like, was 10 15 meters behind him and mate he, he like he had to slide to stop himself in the wet and then mm. turn and go yeah. uh, incredible yeah he's so quick so quick um yeah look good way to end for the doggies manly really poor unfortunately now on to you know arguably the match of the round roosters v the rabbitos um you know, I thought Kiri's, uh it was a masterstroke. Uh, Polo Ilias connection, uh, being new, being hadn't played much footy together, and obviously uh, Jackson Polo um, playing a bit of wing, playing a bit of centre. Ilias and him haven't played that much together. They're also probably one of the youngest pairings in the competition. Kiri just sent Angus Crichton at oh. them all night long, and it was a masterstroke. It's, it's. I mean, it's like will of course Dunn and like, but it's. Much harder to execute that than people give credit for. And how often do we see teams come out and they're versing someone that has a very weak edge and they don't go there at all? And Kiri did it to perfection. Um, Timmy, what do you think about this game, Roosters Rabbitohs? Mate, this one's been simmering over. I've been waiting for it all podcast. And I don't, don't blow up about too many things, but it pissed me off that they didn't rest if players going into this game. Mm. And look, they could have... They could have rested other players and it would have mattered in, in hindsight. But Cam Murray, first out of the game, knocked out, now mm. in doubt for a knockout semi-final. Um, Joey Manu, calf, twins, something that was an issue for him that he missed a game three or four weeks ago. Mm. Gone for the season, it sounds like, potentially. I there. mean, now we know for sure. There's n- can anyone say he was faking that, grabbing his calf now, mm. earlier in the year? Clearly yeah. wasn't. And Clearly then, an issue. So, Roosters, sorry, Roosters have confirmed it's... Two to three weeks. So Oof. he could come back. Okay. There you go. So, and I just think as soon as Parramatta locked up four spot and it meant essentially it was going to be Bunnies v Roosters in week one of finals, I understand new stadium, there's hype for it. The players definitely would have wanted to play. No one would have wanted to rest from it, but I think there's a bigger picture and <coughs> I think some of these injuries could have been avoided. And Cam Murray's one of the first I would have rested from the Bunnies, could have been avoided. Uh, I just don't see the need to have played them and now both sides are missing arguably their best players. Well, it's, it's interesting because I put a post up saying, is it time for us to introduce a buy the week before finals footy? And um, got a lot of pushback from it, actually. AFL uh, do it. Yeah, exactly. And so it's actually a text into um, like the captain's run with uh, Smithy. And AFL have been doing it for years. And like a lot of people were like, no, that's soft. They're professional athletes. It's like, come on, guys. Like, let's be real here. Rest, having a buy is actually the opposite of being soft because it means that Week one, they're going to fucking rip and tear even more. Um, I Look, after seeing guys like Murray get knocked out, uh, um, Manu, you know, but missing two to three weeks, I think it's something that should be considered. And, and some people say, oh, you lose momentum and, um, you know, it's not going to be as suspenseful. I mean, not you know, like you're not going to be as excited for the finals or whatever. AFL have been doing it since 2016 and they love it. Mm. We had, had one of the best finals ever with the Lions and whoever else they played. The momentum one's a little redundant as well when the next week the top four teams are playing for a week off anyway. Yeah. And and then some people say, well, they would just rest teams, rest players anyway. No club wants to give a player two weeks off. Like that's, that is too long. I think we should consider it. I really do. And I actually think that, again, it's not about like, oh, these poor little players injured or whatever. It's, it's about making the final series as exciting as possible by making sure we have the best players possible playing in that game. And I think that the week that they have off, send them on media tours. Like, 
to hype things up mm. like like fighters do before their fights they go on media tours ask questions there's going to be every single team is going to have one player that slips up and says something that the whole week is around uh, like what he said like oh i want to bash radley or something like that. you know what i mean whatever it is I think that it should be something that we should consider. What do you reckon, Guru? Yeah, I like it. Uh, I don't pay too much attention to the AFL, but all my AFL mates, that when we spoke about this set, it's a no-brainer. Mm. Should be doing a little bit less restings. We, we, we were discussing what you could do on that week off. Mm. Uh, and yeah, it's hard. You've only got the bottom, like you obviously wouldn't include the top eight teams, but I heard a few suggestions of like, um, you could have, oh, I know that over in England, they pick from there competition like an exiles team mm. for them to maybe come over play a game against the best of the bottom eight you have the uh prime minister's 13 that's normally played during the finals where it's sort of like the best kangaroos and they can pick out of the teams that are eliminated like i, I think there's things that you could do to chuck together a game mm. on the saturday night you could have a nines tournament on that saturday and sunday of the bottom eight teams mm. whatever you want to do like i think i think you could find things to fill that weekend with that would be not finals footy level, but entertaining. <coughs> mm. If you're desperate like us to watch football, there's something to fucking watch there. Yeah. Uh, but oh, I think the week off would be crucial. And I miss me with the soft arguments. That's horseshit. Yeah, it's I just it's about you want every if, in a perfect world in a final series you'd want every team at full strength. Yeah. And I just think that you put that by there. Like even even a guy like Manu. Let's say Manu injured his calf last week, he could be back for week two of the finals because he had that extra week in between. You know, um, I think it's something we should consider because then also, look, you may get some teams that like Penrith that earn the right and they rest players last week as well. I don't think they would. I don't think any club would want to take two weekends off heading into finals. You want to be battle hardened. And so I actually think it avoids situations like Penrith that rest 13 players, even though I agree with their right to do so. They earned the right. But it, it makes it so that the last round of footy, you're still getting the best players on the field. Yeah. Um, uh, we spoke about last week how many of these guys are injured too. Mm. There was a, like just a couple of posts that I put out on the weekend. I think uh, I had like five players that I, I'd mentioned over the weekend that aren't playing finals footy this week. Of five of them, three of them messaged me off the back of it. And I just said, I'll have a good off season. They said, oh, I'll go in for surgery on Thursday. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so many. <laughs> what injuries. are you having done? It was like fucking bionicle, man. Like yeah. there's so many, like all these guys are carrying so many things and you Knee, would never shoulder, guess it hands, by their yeah. football. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Back to the Roosters-Rabbitohs game, though. First half, the Roosters were just brutal, absolutely brutal. Matt Lodge, his signing for the Roosters has been – it's look, it's not the signing of the year at all, but it's, all, it's one of the most crucial signings to a degree. Like, yeah, I know it sounds like I'm double speaking, but, okay, it's not on the level of Hines, Reynolds, Townsend. But I tell you what, before he arrived at the Roosters – you know, they were putting some wins together, but right now with him in the side, they're a different beast. They are a different beast. It might not be the sign of the year, but this signing gets better every week. Mm. And, and if they Roosters go on to give this comp a shake, there might be an argument for it being the best signing. Because it's just, it's, you, you thought that he would just kind of come in and like make up the numbers to a degree, like a good solid front rower, come in, do his work and bounce. Was there a bit of chat about him potentially going, any up at the storm mid-season, or am I making things up? I think there was a little was bit of chat. Around. I yeah, don't yeah. know. I, I, look, I look at whether or not there was much to that or not, but let's say he could have ended up at the storm as opposed to the Roosters. There's a real sliding doors moment in this season. Oh, massively. Everything we just said about the storm in their pack lacking a little bit of punch, well, he would have solved that. Instead, he's ended up at the Roosters who are now on a high and the storm are playing for their life. Yeah, and it's like 
Roosters, their mongrel in their forward pack is mm. just on another level. Like it reminds me of their, you know, O'Mealy kind of days where they just had a bunch of mongrels in yeah. the forward pack. Um, you know, outside of that, uh, Tedesco was absolutely incredible. I, I truly think that you can have him up there with some of the, ga- the game's best big game players. I can't remember a big game that he's rocked up to and hasn't been in the top three players. I really can't. Even the year when Latrell and, and Teddy, uh, Latrell and Tommy had that crazy origin series, Teddy was the third best player. It, it, he is just incredible. Um, uh, so, yeah, look, the, the Roosters, look, they look red hot. They really look red hot. Um, what did you think, Guru, with the Roosters? Yeah, I thought they were impressive. I thought they were the better team. Uh, I thought, uh, as we said at the start, I thought the way that Luke Kerry isolated Ilias was mm. just fantastic. And as you said, it's so much easier said than done. Mm. We watch it week in, week out. And, you know, I, I feel like sometimes I get so frustrated watching teams when you know there's a guy out there you should be going at and they seemingly just can't get into mm. those right areas. And, like, it doesn't take much to miss that area too. You only need to be a metre off here and there and you're nowhere near it all of a sudden. So to do it consistently on so many occasions, very impressive <coughs> by the Chooks. If I'm the Bunnings, though, you know what's coming this week. Yep. You know exactly sure. what's coming, especially now that Joey Manu's out and he's not going to be on the right edge. You know they're going to come at your right edge. Mm. You get Campbell Graham back this week. Huge. Massive. massive. That's such a big – such a big gun in. defensive centre back on that edge. Yeah. changes everything. Mm. Um, I want to give a shout-out to uh, Bruce's bench too. Terrell May and Egan Butcher. Terrell May came on in 33 minutes, ran for 127 metres and 23 tackles, zero misses. And on top of that, like just because Hargreaves, you know, came off early on, have a guy like Terrell May to come on and do what he did. Like that's in a big game. They've just got crazy depth. We're talking about a team that, you know, is missing Lindsay Collins. And they'd be able to bring a guy like Terrell May in who was playing some good footy. I also want to give a shout out Egan Butcher. I think the try he scored, we saw his potential. That's when we're like, oh, this is why this kid has some really big raps on him. This explosive, good ball runner. He made 42 tackles, only missed one. Obviously had the try. He had five tackle breaks, a line break, a line break assist. Great knock from Egan Butcher. Um, He's also got really underrated hands. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So... Um, Angus Crichton, outstanding. The lines he was running were death lines. Like as a as a half, marking that. Um, yeah, they're looking red, red hot, red hot. The Roosters. Uh, now, quickly onto the Rabbitohs. Um, I think they did tremendously to still be in the game after that first mm. half because that first half they were completely played off the park, and then in the second half without Cam Murray they came out and they hang in, they hung in there. And they do what the Rabbitohs seem to do so well. They just keep themselves in the match. Um, Tane Milne was really good on the edge there. Uh, t- you know, even though the troll was like constantly hunted by the Roosters pack, he still had 10 tackle breaks. 10 tackle breaks. And he was like getting triple, quadruple teamed. Um, Timmy, what do you think about the Rabbitohs? Uh, yeah, as I said, I'd, the moment Cam Murray went down in this one, it just changed the complexion of the game so much. So I don't want to read into... You know, the fact they lost too much because hope, I pray to God that he is all good, Cam Murray, this week and he plays. Uh, and hopefully he does. A um, couple little things I picked up. One was just the, the short dropout, which I'm a massive advocate for. I think it's fantastic. I am starting to see there's probably a time and place for it. Mm. So there was one where 
They were down 6-0 early, the Roosters, and the trail went the short one. It was early on in the game. It, I don't think it went close. I don't think it made it five metres. Uh, Sammy Walkman potted a penalty from in front. It was all of a sudden a two-try margin. I think just got to be a little bit smarter about the time and place for that short dropout because mm. that was just a real early dagger. Can, uh, I, just, can I just jump in there? Mm. The same thing happened in the Eels-Storm game. If you're down or up by six or four or it's even, you shouldn't do it. And I reckon every other time you should. I reckon it should be that black and white. If there's if yeah. two points is going to fuck his up a little bit, then I reckon you shouldn't Don't do it. Don't risk it. it. Like it's, it's a hard thing to pull off. Mm. Um, yeah. And then the other one was, if there's two blokes who love a narrative. I'm, I'm sitting next to them. <laughs> and how's Joey Manu flying out and smoking Latrell? It was in one of the first hits of the game. I think it was the first time they played each other. Since last year when the trail cleaned him no, up? No, no, no. They played together earlier in the year. Did they? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Even so, it was to open up the new yeah, stadium with that. So Jeez, that was... Oh. I, I'm going to be a bit... Con- I disagree with you on the short dropouts. I, I, I as, as I mentioned last week, I spent last Saturday, could you over, w- watching Rugby Union. Mm. I'm watching tradies nail those kicks every single fucking mm. time. Union balls are a little bit different. <sighs> Fair, okay, but... Oh, I, the players shouldn't be getting them as wrong as they are. I know that's mm. easy for me to say sitting here. I get it. But I I, uh, I think they should be practising these more because yeah. it is such a good weapon. Mm. The union ball's have. a little bit fatter, though, so it's a bit easier to, like, get under mm. it. I, I, I agree, though. Rugby league players should work on the kicking ball. I think union players work on them more because it's such a big part of the game. If but, I yeah. wasn't going short like that, I'd be, and I've been saying it for a, I'd be doing what Nathan Cleary does where you just kick it low and you yeah. dart it at the sideline. I don't know why more teams aren't doing that. Yeah, see, I... It's a hard kick, I know, but like you've got some of the best kickers in the world. You've got all week to practice it. I See, I'm I'm a bit different. I, I think just just kick it deep and just trust your defence. I, I, I get... Look, it's great when it pulls off and you get the ball back, but part of me thinks, you know what, just fucking kick it as far as you can, get off your line, trust your defence. Maybe it's a little bit different with the six again. I'm, I'm a bit torn. I don't know what the right answer is, to be honest. I just think when you kick it dead, they return it to what? The 30? 40? Yeah, about the 40. Like, you're literally putting them in the spot where teams practice their sets from yeah. every single week. You're putting them in their most comfortable spot. You're going up and back. For me, I'd rather go short. It's a 50-50 shot to get it back if you get the kick right, which I think they should be getting it right a lot more than what they are. And then you're not going up and back the entire side, the mm. entire set with your with with your defense yeah. both sides there's arguments see I, the reason why i don't i don't mind kicking it longer is because it's like you also get a chance to attack in defense mm. because you've got a guy taking one fucking hit up like just running it straight and you know i, I think that a lot of teams the eels the uh, panthers do it really well they they attack in defense and so sometimes i like that that mindset of like we're kicking it it's 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 a safe conventional kick, but we're actually kicking it to attack you. We're saying, you try and fucking bring that ball back. But again, I don't know what the right answer is. I'm sure there's some fucking stats out there that say, be, yeah. you know, this happens X amount of times. And I'm sure that the reason why the players are choosing to kick it short is because the stats say it's worth it or whatever. Um, yeah, it's it's an interesting one. I like I like Cleary's one though, that, that really low fucking... I, I also think with those dropouts, like... I understand what they're trying to do. Kick it to your wingers, your best jumpers. Get your wingers to come three men in. Mm. I don't understand why they try and kick it, 50, what is it, 40 metres across field and land it there instead of just trying to like just put it high and short just directly in front mm. of you. Well, not think, just to the side, but I, I think that when, you, when you're on that angle and you're trying to hit that, I'm not shocked that so many of them 
fall short or don't make it or bounce mm. dead or whatever the hell they do because it's a tough like i think you're making it harder than what it needs to be as well mm. like if i had a nanai i know where i'd be kicking every fucking time mm. it makes it 10 times easier that you only have to kick it high in 20 meters instead of high in 40 meters not go over the sideline above the 10. yeah yeah it was a big play it was a big play next week who wins roosters rabbitos i think the bunnies get them i really do timmy roosters i'm sandra and i'm just the professional your small business was looking for but you didn't hire me because you didn't use linkedin jobs linkedin has professionals you can't find anywhere else including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role like me in a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ready? Rabbitos. <laughs> All day. Rabbitos by plenty. I think roosters get them. I think roosters get them. Um, now on to the next game. Just before, God, I hope Radley and Cam Murray play. Oh, yeah, sure. Oh, so right. yeah, Radley. They've the Roosters just did this medical report, so he's doing full contact training as of today. So he's yeah, he pretty much yes. playing. And Cam Murray, I saw, I saw him on the weekend, and I know you can't judge off this, but he said he was sweet. So <laughs> let's just go with that. Convinced, yeah. <laughs> Confirmed. Murray is playing. <laughs> he's sweet. He saw him. He was conscious. Yeah, he was talking. <laughs> Boom. Um. Oh, just also a quick shout out, Sam Walker. I tell you what, he's making a lot of fullbacks nervous with getting in the line. I thought the other thing I was in touch on too. <laughs> Every time someone does now, he's like, "All right, sweet, get in the line. I'll fucking put a grubber yeah. in. I'll score." It's it's a weapon, and he's nailing it. Every time he tries it, you could tell as soon as he got the ball, Latrell knew he was in trouble. Too. I was like, "Oh fuck, fuck, oh, fuck. Yeah. yeah." And you could tell Sam Walker just he puts he's, you can see him just look up and he's like, <laughs> "All right, let's see," because he's so little and quick. It's just hard to – you just can't beat him. If he, if he nails the kick, it's a try. If he nails the kick, it's a try. Teams weren't teams weren't really doing that when you were playing, were they? Fullbacks coming up into the oh, line. Oh, started by then. It's it's last like three years. Mm. That, where the fullback literally defends a defender on the line, it's really coming the last two, yeah. two and a half years. But you so, have to assume that every team would have a call for if fullbacks are marker or if fullbacks in the so, line. So you would, you would line up. At like A, yeah. like if if you're on your line, you would be you would be like literally at A if you're on your line. But yeah, if you're um, like you know five meters off your line, you would usually just have what we basically the system was in our ten meter. Like if they're inside our ten meter, we just have one marker, um, so that gives us an extra person to be pulled back. Um, but yeah, so if if you're on your line, you you do you defend at A. You don't usually push up though. That, that's that's kind of the fact that they're they're putting people into the line and they're pushing all the way up. That is, it's it did used to happen, but not as regularly as it happens now. Um, it's interesting. It's actually Darius didn't start it, but Darius used to do it a lot. He was going to be the guy I was going to point to. Yeah, yeah, he used to do it a lot. He he come in the line sometimes, like on the second and third second tackle when they're coming out of their own trouble sometimes. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's a risky play nowadays if you've got a little half there. Especially if it's something that you do regularly, like coaches will pick it up oh. in a heartbeat. Walker sees way. it every yeah, yeah. Then it, yeah, so so smart. Mom 
deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.